The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 13th chapter. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. You may, be chill- you may be seated and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. 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 Good to see you guys. I've got a question for you. Do you guys know about chickens? I do. Okay. Do you guys know about pigs? Yeah. What would happen if I called you a chicken? I would do this. You'd act like a chicken? Well, what would it happen if I called you a pig? Oink, oink. Oink, oink, oink. Well... Sometimes when we call people chicken and pigs, it's meant to be mean. I'm not meaning to be mean, okay? I like you guys very, very much. But I am going to call you chicken and pigs, okay? All right, let me explain. Uh, Chickens and pigs uh, can give us food in different ways. How might a... Yep, sometimes by killing it. But uh, how might a chicken give us food? Yes, Ava. No, a chicken. There you go. Yes. Eggs. Eggs. Very good. Do you guys like eggs? Yeah. All right. Now, when a chicken gives us an egg, uh, does it hurt the chicken? No. No, largely not. They're, they're kind of the same chicken. How about a pig? How does a pig give us food? Yes. Uh, by getting, by killing it and getting us bacon. It dies, right? So... While the chicken can give food while it lives, a pig only can give food while it dies. Now, in today's gospel, we were told that we should love one another just like God loves us. Sometimes we can love one another and it doesn't really change us. It's kind of like a chicken. If you uh, love your brother or you love your sister or you love your friends at school, that's good love, isn't it? God wants us to do that, right? That's like being a chicken. Sometimes God wants us to change. And our life isn't lived in the same way that it was before. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble? Yeah. Do you think that's harder to change and live life the way it wasn't before? Do you think that's hard? It is. Yeah. Now, there's lots of different times when our lives change. 
Some, some of us, when we're children and we're growing up and we learn to obey the rules and we learn to think of others and share. Not disobey. Not disobey. All that changes life, right? Before, we weren't very good at sharing. But we're supposed to be getting better, right? Some of that happens when you're an adult. And you have to make decisions about jobs and about family and all those really big things. Sometimes you fight. But we're always stuck between two things. Sometimes we're chickens and we can give good things without really changing. And sometimes we're pigs. And we have to change our whole lives. Gobble, gobble, and oink, oink, right? Is it okay to be both? Yes. You're always going to be stuck in between both. But when you think about what God wants you to do, I want you to think, should I be a chicken or should I be a pig? Both. Both. Very good. Be both. Be who you are and give of yourself. And learn how to be better. And be a rooster. Roosters are a different category. Yeah. Very good. All right. You think we should pray? Yeah. Let's pray. God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the ways that you make us good people, for the ways that we grow up and that we change. We ask that when this is scary, you would be with us, and that when we're very good at it, you might be with us too. And through all of it, you would continue to love us and care for us and never leave us. In your name we pray. Amen. So we have some treats. Yeah, it's behind my back now. It's moved. Sure, sure. Good job. There you go. Go for it. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Chickens and pigs. Chickens and pigs. Now first, you've probably heard of this terminology before, but I have not. I first heard this terminology a few weeks ago. I was serving on a panel at Gettysburg Seminary, uh, and they were talking about uh, small and sometimes rural congregations. They wanted me to be on the panel to talk about kind of the different ways that they were developing, working, and changing. And as we spoke, uh, one person in the class raised their hand and said, how many pigs do you have and how many chickens do you have? And I said, "Uh, not many, um, but uh, I am planning on planting a garden. They weren't talking about actual chickens and pigs. And so they told me, a chicken is someone who is willing to give of themselves but not really change the way that they live life. A pig is one who is willing to change their entire life uh, for the world around them and for the kingdom of God. At times, this even includes giving up life in a very literal fashion. And so as they presented that to me, I kind of thought to myself, well, I think I am a chicken in both senses of the word. Today, 
we're remembering the ark that we're going through Easter, right? Those first three Sundays, we asked, what do we do with resurrected Jesus? And we remembered that there's forgiveness and peace and communion with God. And those are gifts that God gives to us. And those are also gifts that we share with one another. Forgiveness, peace, and communion with God. And then as we walked and as we remembered these things, God gave us one final command at the end of the Gospel of John, follow me. And in that following, we immediately went backwards into the gospel to remember what it is to follow Christ. Last week, we remembered. And we follow the voice of God. And that we hear it in a variety of different places, in a variety of different ways. We hear it in the world around us, but when we can't hear it or when we struggle to hear it, we find it in the waters of baptism, a voice hidden in plain sight wherever there is life on this earth, and even where there's not. A voice that tells us in water and in the word that we are loved, that we are chosen, that we are forgiven, and that God will never relinquish those things. We are children of God, and that is something we cannot shake. This week, we answer the question of what does the voice of God say? And we have a text in front of us that's very succinct. Love one another as I have loved you. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. But there is context to this love. The 13th chapter in the Gospel of John is as close as we get to the Lord's Supper. There are three Gospels in the uh, Bible that have an outline of kind of how this first supper, this Lord's Supper, took place. The Gospel of John is not one of them. Instead, they have a very familiar Passover. But in this, we still see the love of God that we experience in communion because in the beginning of the Gospel of John's 13th chapter, we have Jesus taking a towel, wrapping it around himself, and washing his disciples' feet, and we get this great monologue from Peter. Surely you won't wash my feet. Yes, Peter. Because if I don't, you're not one of my disciples. Well, not only my feet, then my head and my hands as well. After this, after it was all done and completed, we have a text that we don't talk a lot about because Jesus takes bread and dips it in the bowl, which is part of the Passover tradition, and says, whoever eats of this bread with me will betray me. And Peter asks, certainly not one of us. And Jesus dips the bread and hands it to Judas and says, go and do what you must. And Judas walks out and immediately begins the process of handing him over to the crowd. And that's the context where we have this next thing. In this, God is glorified, and in this, I am glorified too. Love as I have loved you. This context, the one both of serving with oneself in a way that doesn't quite change the life that Jesus normally led. He was doing this constantly, wasn't he? And then in the other moment, giving his life over to the people who certainly will betray him, who certainly will flee from him, who will deny him three times or worse that evening. That's the context where we are taught about love. At times we are chickens, and at times we are pigs. 
One more chickens, it's not a bad thing. You got to live life. There was a point in, uh, in seminary where when we entered, we had to take a, a spiritual gifts inventory. And there was a little spiritual gift called martyrdom. And right beside it, they're like, this is a gift you only give once. Well, of course, right? How many times might we die for the gospel? Physically, once. I did not qualify for that particular gift. I am accurate about myself, and I am a chicken in both senses of the word. But it's not bad to give of yourself on a regular basis. It's not bad to sustain yourself in regular ways. These habits of giving, these habits of forming relationship with one another, and at the same time continuing to live life, are good things. This is part of living life. We can't constantly disrupt what we do. We have families to raise, and those are good things of God that we do. We have communities to build, and those are good things of God that we do. But on a regular basis in life, as disciples, I promise you, there will be more than one opportunity that you are asked to change your entire life, to lose life as you know it, and for some of us to lose life entirely for the sake of the kingdom of God. For the sake of the ones whom we love. There's times in marriage that we know life changes. There's times in relationship with loved ones outside of those bounds that we know life has changed. There are times that we become entirely different people, not by our own choosing. These are parts of being a pig. But there's also times when we could avoid it. There's times when the kingdom of God walks right up into our community and right up into our lives and gives us the opportunity. Sometimes we take it and a lot of times we don't. A good Lutheran term that's thrown around a lot is we're simultaneously saint and sinner. We're simultaneously who God wants us to be and quite far from that truth. I think we are simultaneously chickens and pigs. Capable of giving of ourselves in a way that doesn't quite change our life. Capable of participating in part in the kingdom of God and at the same time always being asked, always being offered and every once in a while actually changing for the kingdom of God. I don't know about you, but no matter what I do in life, I don't remain the same. Because if I don't choose to change, then life changes me. And regardless, from one year to the next, to the next, to the next decade, to the next decade, to the next decade, not that I have that many, I'm changed. My prayer for you is that the love of God might present itself to you in ways that are both chickens and eggs, or chickens and pigs. That the love of God might pester you, might bother you, might be there for you enough that you don't remain the same from one decade to the next. There might be a still small voice inside of you that sees what God is doing in our community, that sees what God is doing in our area, in our church, in our families, 
and you might, by the grace of God, love one another. As God so wholly loves you. God dipped bread into a bowl and handed it to humanity that we might betray him again and again. God is a very ironic in Jewish sense pig. God is good. May we be good too. Amen.